Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Ah, hello, 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 and welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, wherever you may begin your podcast from, SoundCloud.com, Google Play Podcast, almost forgot that for a minute, Spotify, and now on YouTube. Guys, I'm not going to do a video version today, I am just going to simply put the, like, I'm I'm actually right now in the middle of creating a, like, a graphic, uh, for say for the YouTube part of my podcast with like, you know, of course all the social links and everything else to come into play and just put the audio on top of it. I might try to work on getting like a, like a motion graphic, like bar or something, you know, that has like in sync with my audio. I'm going to try to work on that uh, because you know, the video part does take forever, especially whenever I have like a 30 minute episode and like the audio part is fine you know, uploading SoundCloud, I, hell, I could be done within like, you know, shoot 15 minutes. But now with the video part of the podcast, it takes, oh my gosh, like five, not five hours. I'm just over-exaggerating on that one. Uh, at least I know a good hour to have, maybe two hours, depending on how the internet is. Anyway, so we got a lot to get to today, guys. So let's go ahead and get straight into it. So I've already gave my predictions on Twitter for yesterday's matchups between the uh was it i'm actually fixing to pull it up right now for you guys i almost done forgot about it but it was yes here it is the soul dynasty versus the new york escalar and the boston uprisings versus the vancouver titans so again i don't know who has won this match at the time of the recording because i am recording this at 12 p.m on a thursday which was just yesterday at the time of this podcast right here uh but i did pick new york escalar Winning 3-1 with them struggling at the at the first half and being tied 1-1, you know, at the halfway point. And then, of course, you know, they come back, but they still had those few issues. That's what I'm predicting. And then, of course, Boston Uprising versus the Vancouver Titans. I'm picking the Vancouver Titans to have a 4-0 sweep against Boston and eliminating them. But now we're going to get into today's matchups which is only, you know, just uh, two matchups, and then I'll pick, you know, going on from there. So, have the Atlanta Reign versus the Philadelphia Fusion. I think this is going to be a very close one. It was very close the last time around. I will have to say it's going to be Atlanta Reign wins 3-2 in overtime. Uh, Atlanta Reign has, you know, now picked up that momentum that they need in order to win a game. Uh, of course, they lost to the Hunters, uh, the Chandu Hunters, if I'm pronouncing that right. 
Uh, they lost to them, but then won against the Houston Outlaws 3-1. to It seems like after that first loss, there's like, dude, come on. We, we are a better team than this. This sucks that we're losing to like these other kind of teams. We need to be losing to like high caliber teams at a close match rather than, you know, these kind of like lower level teams that ain't really making an impact in the, in the league right now. Not, not saying that every team, well, minus the, the Valiant. <laughs> uh, sorry, not sorry, but, uh, yeah, the Atlanta Rain, you know, I see, I saw them losing to Philadelphia Fusion. Whenever they had uh, that matchup in what in week two, if I'm not mistaken, and I saw that, I saw that coming because Philadelphia Fusion is an elite team, and they were in the freaking playoffs, like the 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 finals up against London Spitfire. But still, Atlanta Rain wins this one three to two. San Francisco Shock versus the Toronto Defiant. I'm gonna say the Defiant wins this one at a three and one. Uh, Toronto Defiant just looks unstoppable. They they really do. They are one of those teams that are having a very hot streak going on right now for them. And I, I'm just I, I'm just excited to see these newer teams coming into the league, like the Atlanta Rain, like the Toronto Defiant, make the playoffs at this kind of stage right now. Being you know their well te- technically their inaugural season, it's amazing. I love it. Uh, these teams will have bright futures going for them. Uh, now Saturdays and Sundays matchups, I really just don't, I, well, no one really knows right now until, you know, the Saturday, well, until to really Saturday, I mean, excuse me, Friday's matchups are over with, but if I would have to pick right now between all the matches that's happened. So like I said, I had, um, New York Eskler and Vancouver Titans winning. So really right now I could see New York versus Atlanta and the Titans versus the Defiant. And then between that right there, I pick Atlanta beat New York and the Titans beating the Toronto Defiant. So then, so really it all boils down to Sunday's matchup that starts at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I will say that the Atlanta Reign will face off against the Titans. And of course, Atlanta rain going to win. I, I, w- I wouldn't, you know, necessarily that they're going to have like a four Oh sweep against it, but I would say probably a three, two win over the Titans. Cause, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the Titans inaugural season two. So I would have to say that, you know, they have like that, like cockiness up in their head, you know, Hey, we're in the playoffs, like the, you know, the finals of stage one and they they get over distracted by the fact that they're in the playoffs, you know, at the finals and their inaugural season and Atlanta rain will be sort of too, but they will have their head in the game and boom, just, just win it just like that. So I'm predicting Atlanta rain wins stage one. Uh, going on over, this is still in the uh, Overwatch League scenario right here. But what is going to be new for Stage 2? Stage 2, of course, will be starting Thursday, April 4th. So, Babatiste is coming. So, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right. So, Babatiste is, of course, the newest hero. Uh, he will be a support hero. And he's everything in this situation. Uh, now, granted, Wednesday night... 
I was so tired from, from my everyday job trying to play Baptiste and I was just getting so frustrated. But I played Thursday, you know, the day of this recording, you know, a few hours before the recording of this. And oh my gosh, I went off like on a freaking massive streak because I was focused and everything else like that. But I do notice this. Now, I don't know what has came upon this patch, but to me, uh, it seems like freaking Lucio and uh, Ash got a freaking buff because they were just murdering me left and right because I can remember playing with Ash and she would just, I mean, she would do damage, but not nothing like this right now. So I don't know the, the real, like, you know, situation that's going on with that but all i know i was just getting completely murdered not even with babatis any other hero like friggin roadhog or whatever i was getting murdered by lucio and ash like all the way so anyway so of course babatis is coming into the situation for stage two i think honestly in this certain scenario uh whoever on the atlanta rain because i saw uh defran play as Baptiste, you know, during like the beta testing situation in that, he went off. Oh my gosh. Bat Defran playing as Baptiste? Ooh, man, I I would fear that because especially with that uh oh my gosh, that three dimensional wall or whatever it is, you know, that that is like just a freaking like cheat right there. And Defran takes advantage of it big time. Uh, the patchwork, uh, like I was just going over, I will also tweet the abilities of many other characters, Anna, Doomfist, Hanzo, Lucio, McCree, May, Mora, Orissa, Ferris, Soldier 76, Sombra, Torpion, Widowmaker, and Wrecking Ball. So, a lot of these heroes that, you know, of course, you do see in the Overwatch League itself will be fixed in a certain way, and some will have a buff, and some will, you know, be nerfed. Uh... We'll be playing Paris now in this certain scenario. Uh, the game's newest map, Paris, will be will join the stage two map pool. A robot singer winding Columbine Stone streets. A playable piano. Uh, this assault map has it all. Uh, I haven't played Paris yet. I really have not, but I'm intrigued to see how that works. Uh, X marks the spot. We've made an important change to the map order. We are switching the order of an assault and hybrid maps to reduce the likelihood that a match is decided partway through the third map draws a more lightly on assault. The revised map order is control assault hybrid escort with the control tiebreaker if necessary. So in control, you have Lujang Tower, Oasis, Busan, Assault, you have Paris, Temple of Anubis, and Hybrid, whatever, whichever one that has the purple trees in it. I cannot pronounce a lot of these names. And uh, Hybrid, you have Blizzard World, uh, Itchenwell, if I'm pronouncing that right, and of course, King's Row. Escort, you have Junkertown, Watchpoint, Gibraltar, and Relato. Definitely love those maps right here. I think this is a great choice coming from the Overwatch League itself. Time after time, heading into the 2019 season, we are anticipating matches would take 90 minutes. However, reviewing the data from Stage 1, we have seen that matches are typically running 105 minutes. 
to take to make it easier for everyone to tune in to watch their favorite Overwatch teams, we're officially resetting the schedule to account for actual match length. Check out the schedule page for more updated times. And finally, tiebreaker. We're also adding some additional tiebreakers to minimize the odds for of a tie for seeding in the stage and regular season playoffs. We'll announce the specifications at a later date. And again, stage two starts on Thursday, April 4th at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time when the Philadelphia Fusion takes on the New York Escalar. Watch all 2019 season, season matches live on demand on the OverwatchLeague.com page, the Overwatch League app, Twitch channel, MLG.com, or ESPN or the Disney XD channel. That's a lot of places to get to, guys. So definitely... I love how the season two is going to go into this certain scenario. Uh, the maps look great. I can't wait to see what kind of patchwork is going to be done to all the characters, especially uh, uh, Torpion, because I know DeFran uses Torpion. So we're going to have to see how he's going to play on the new patch updates with Torpion. So now switching on over, we got the Call of Duty World League. This is going to be a preview of what's going to happen during the cross-division matches. Starting on March 25th, Monday. So, first match of that day, you got UYU versus the Hurtics. Uh, I'm going to say the Hurtics win this one. Uh, they are going to continue their sort of like hot streak from the Division B matchups. Winning over 3-0 over the UYU. Uh, Accelerate GG versus Red Reserve. I'm going to say Accelerate wins this one at a 2-1. Team Envy versus Luminosity, your Call of Duty Fort Worth champions. I'm going to say Luminosity continues the hot streak and defeats Team Envy. Evil Genius versus E United. I'm going to say EG wins this one. 3 nothing. while E United struggles to kind of win these matches. I think that this is going to start where E United is going to kind of like, not part ways, but have some off-the-field struggles in that for a certain situation. The Tuesday matchups, uh, Hertix versus EG. I'm going to say Hertix wins this one, continue their hot streak, E United versus UYU. Also, UYU in this situation, they're going to come off a loss from the Hersics, and they're looking for revenge, and E-United is going to get the taste of it. Luminosity versus Accelerate Gaming. I'm going to say Luminosity wins this 1-3-0. Red Reserve versus Team Envy. Uh, Team Envy is going to look in this one. They didn't look too hot in the, pro, in the Pro League of Division B, but I will say that Team Envy will win this one over Red Reserve, because Red Reserve did do fairly good in the Fort Worth tournaments and, and somewhat good in the pro league. Uh, what was it? Division a or division B. I can't remember right now, but still at the end of the day, you got team envy winning March 27th. That Wednesday, you got red reserve versus the Hurtics. Hurtics is going to continue to win a three day winning streak. Accelerate versus UYU. I'm going to say UYU is now on a two game win streak at a three Oh win. Team Envy versus Evil Genius. I'm going to say Team Envy. Because Evil Genius just does not look good this year. They really don't. Um, at the Fort Worth tournaments, you know, of course, you know, they lost to Optic Gaming. That eliminated them. And and just during the Pro League itself, they just were not that great. Now, now do grant it. 
they did defeat Autic Gaming in the Division A rounds of the Pro League, and I was like, dang, okay, here we go, the Evil, Evil Genius is going to make a comeback, and then, you know, just phew, fell off. Luminosity versus E United. Uh, Luminosity is going to win this one, at least a 3-0 sweep. The Thursday matchups. This is the last one before the week six of the Pro League. So you got UIU versus Team Envy. I'm going to say Team Envy wins this one. Evil Genius will defeat Accelerate Gaming. E United versus Red Reserve. I say Red Reserve is going to win it. And finally, the main event of the Pro League Week 5 is the Hertix versus Luminosity Gaming. I will say Luminosity Gaming will win this one at a 3-0 sweep. That's my pick going forward for this next week of the CWO Pro League matchups. Alright guys, so now we are switching over to the football side of things. I am I have really just dedicated this podcast to being a Falcons-only podcast now. Uh, yes, there's plenty of other Falcon podcasts out there, but hey, why, why, why not just be a part of it? I mean, really, just just be a part of it, really. So, early bird report. The Falcons are pleased with diligent approach to free agency. I am I'm actually kind of glad uh, that this is a topic today because I've been saying all week on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Everywhere. The Falcons kind of technically won the free agency, and they're gonna probably win the draft in this certain situation. Here's why I say this. Okay, we I know we didn't get a, no Odell Beckham or uh Khalil Mack or Amari Cooper, no, nothing like that. I get that. But we have signed probably, you know, all right, not probably. We did sign like these less known kind of like people in this certain scenario that for our offensive line and for us to sign these people on from the offensive line, that's great because now we could get defensive players in the draft for dirt cheap. Yes, I know it's guaranteed money, but at the same time, Again, it's dirt cheap money for players who has a lot of potential going for them in this certain situation. Uh, but going on into the uh, the report right here. Atlanta had a plan heading into the free agency. Without much money to throw around, the Falcons had to take a smart approach and methodically target yeah, methodically, target specific areas of need. They had to make their money count. So great, this is this is awesome. The team made five signings on all offensive side of the ball. Atlanta signed guards James Carpenter and Jamian Brown, tight ends Logan Paul, Paulson and Luke Stalker, and running back Kijion Barner. We are very diligent about how we approach free agency. This ad could get out of my way now. Uh, And we think that we've created some positives on our team. General Manager Thomas Dominchoff said Wednesday, we have a whole draft with nine picks to go and continue to build in the areas that we know we need to continue to build on. Dimitrov spoke at length about the excitement uh, that the team has about bringing in Carpenter and Brown to anchor and pass protection and add some power to the run game. 
Atlanta Journal Constitution's D. Orlando Ledbetter wrote in greater detail about Dimitrov's thoughts on free agency, which you can read here on the Falcons' website. ESPN, can the Falcons afford to keep up with the Joneses? Okay, so this is kind of like, you know, keep up with Julio now. Uh, Thomas Dimitrov explained Wednesday at Georgia's Pro Day at the Falcons continued to have good conversations with wide receiver Julio Jones regarding a contract extension, but the market for elite receivers has risen this offseason. How will that factor into the Julio Jones' negotiations with the Falcons? Okay, so uh, this is very interesting because now you got Grady Jarrett wanting the Aaron Donald money. I think Grady Jarrett is not... mm, Gonna get the Aaron Donald money that he rightfully deserves, but I think he'll get close to it. So Aaron Donald, if I'm not mistaken, was a hundred and forty million in a six year period. So I would say Grady Jarrett could possibly walk out of there with between eighty to ninety million in a six year period. I think that would be great because I mean shoot, I mean I work at a grocery store for Pete's sakes and, you know, I'm doing this podcast on the line. So shoot six years for $90 million. I would love it. <laughs> oh man, that is, that is great. So, uh, but me personally, like I said, uh, this off season with the free agency uh, and Julio Jones and Grady Jarrett contracts, it it's working out in the Falcons favor because if you sign those two guys, to a lengthy contract. Now, Julio Jones, I want to say probably signed him to a four-year extension just because of his age. Now, that's not necessarily meaning that Julio Jones is going to digress as the season continues, but he is getting older, and some people are already worrying about that. So I would say at least sign Julio to a four-year extension with uh, what is it that AB is making? I think it was a 50 million or no 30 million. So really you need to get Julio at a probably 35 to 40 mil in a four year extension with probably 30 of that guaranteed. Yeah. With, with at least 30 of that guaranteed. Uh, Grady Jarrett honestly signed him to an 80 to a 90 million six year Guarantee, uh, not guaranteed, but a six-year contract with. All right, so if you do ninety million, I'd say at least make probably fifty million of that guaranteed money. Uh, the uh, but now going back to the draft, uh, I would say that the draft needs to be heavily focused on defense. Spend your probably your first. All right, so you got nine draft picks in this certain situation. So I would I would say. Your first round, pick an offensive player. Your very last round, pick an offensive player. So that that's already two down. So you got nine total. So you got seven picks in this year's draft. So not nine all together. You got seven left. Those seven right there, go go all defense. Go all defense, and uh, and and here's a certain situation. I'm not doing no mock draft anymore because mock drafts are just there for just you know for people's you know bore born times or whatever like that. So I would say pick honestly between Jonah Williams, uh, the the defensive player from Alabama, or pick DeAndre Baker, the cornerback from Georgia, because 
DeAndre Baker even said himself in front of Thomas Dimitrov that he would love to play for the Falcons. It would be a dream come true. Thomas Dimitrov, if you're listening to this podcast or someone even mentions about this podcast in front of you, about this certain segment of the, the show, pick DeAndre Baker. He is going to be the biggest weapon on defense that you're going to have from Ricardo Allen, Tack McKinley, uh, Deion, Deion Jones. I was thinking to say Deion Sanders, but you know, he's no longer with the Falcons. Um, Deion Jones, Grady Jarrett, all of them, uh, Vic Beasley, you know, putting DeAndre Baker in this certain situation. Oh my gosh. This would be a defense to, to not even want to go near. Because the offense is going to be like, oh my god, you know, they got all these weapons. This, oh man, I'm just getting so worked up now. But yes, with DeAndre Baker, and and hell, if if Jonah Williams is still available in the second round, which I don't see it, but if he happens to be, pick him. Pick Jonah Williams, the defensive player from Alabama, and still have DeAndre Baker. Oh my gosh, I I'm I'm always been a Falcons fan ever, and, and and this is hard. This is bad to say, but I've been a Falcons fan like all my life, pretty much. But I've really started paying more attention after that Super Bowl Fifty One loss. We use that as motivation now, pretty much to to get to the playoffs, and we did the the year after we lost the Super Bowl, we got back to the playoffs. So. That shows you right there, we're over that. We are over that fear of losing the Super Bowl at that high of like a point differential. Yes, I know we should have won it that year, but I mean, what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, we we just, we had too much on our mind and we was just thinking ahead of time and we, and you know, the Patriots just caught up with us. So still GG's, GD's, GG. To the Patriots uh, on that Super Bowl 51 victory over us, the Falcons. But I will say, though, with DeAndre Baker and Jonah Williams, either one, either one. But I would say DeAndre Baker over Jonah Williams in this certain situation. I This would be a defense to not fight with because you're, the offense of our opponents this year is going to fear this defense that we're going to have especially whenever you have DeAndre Baker as the cornerback for the Falcons. Oh, man. So, all right, guys. So, that is all the time I have for today, but I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. And if you did, make sure to hit that like button. And if you did, make sure to subscribe both on SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, and YouTube.com. Till then, guys, I, Cole Morgan, will catch you guys later. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.